0: Why hello, I'm Natalie Zett, and welcome to Flower in the River. Flower in the River is a podcast about a book I wrote of the same name, and that book is about the Eastland disaster that took place in 1915 in Chicago, and how that long-ago tragedy affected my family for generations. I'll talk about writing and family history and what to do when the supernatural comes into your life, when you're innocently doing a family history research project. Come on and let's have some fun with this. Hello, this is Natalie and welcome to Flower in the River, episode 24, starting out I have a couple of news items for you. First of all, good news on the Eastland Disaster Historical Society front. Their collection of priceless records will be going to the Newberry Library in Chicago. I'm going to read from the Newberry Library's press release. Quote, One of the most tragic moments in Chicago history will soon be fully housed in the Newberry Library's expansive collection. The SS Eastland overturned in the Chicago River on July 24, 1915, and took the lives of 844 people who had gathered as part of a Western Electric Company employee outing. The story doesn't end there, however. A wealth of documents remain that depict the aftermath of the tragedy. Everything from coroner's records to American Red Cross archives and employment documents from Western Electric. Until 2019, these items were stored by the Eastland Disaster Historical Society and mostly inaccessible to anyone interested in learning more about the tragedy The full collection will soon be added to the Newberry stacks and digitized, thanks to a grant from the Illinois State Historical Records Advisory Board. There's more to read, and I will put a link in the show notes. Next news item My audiobook, Flower in the River, is now available on Audible, on Barnes and Noble. Chirp, and any place basically that you can get an audio book, it's available. And yes, indeed, I did do the audio narrating, and what an experience that was. I learned so much during that year, and it did take a year to learn how to narrate a book. It's a lot different than doing a podcast, and now it's fun to share my experience with my fellow authors who want to do the same. So I hope you'll take some time to listen to the sample. And if you like what you hear, I hope you will buy it. Thank you in advance for that. So we're picking up where we left off last week. And I launch into questioning Graham about himself, asking how he developed that connection with his great uncle, June Fujita. And what about you, Graham? Yeah. How did you, how did you end up being his person? How did you get the fire? How did you get the? What happened? I mean, um, I know what happened to me, but what happened to you?
1: It's the it's that line of connection through my family. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Lawrence and and her brother Wayne to my mother to me and with my wife. So, okay. that connection transfers this kind of this knowledge of june so because i'm an only child i'm kind of the archivist for the family okay my, my grandfather has always you know we're like you should have his books now you should have june's books I'm like, oh boy of course thanks yeah i would love okay. to have them and then he's like we have these green drawers of negatives mm. I'm like oh wow cool at the time i didn't really i was kind of like okay Then, as things kind of matured, I'm like, I'm hauling these green drawers from home to home. And we're like, we should do something with these. And so my wife convinced me, I was like, fully supportive of, yes, let's, clearly you've got something here Mm -hmm. and all this history. And he's such an interesting man. Mm -hmm. Let's pursue it a little bit. Let's write it all down, collect it. It'll Mm. be good for the family to have it all documented. And that really was like the impetus of, of that. So. I, this won't do your listeners any good, but here's an example of a, of a of an envelope with slides That's in it. That's what it looks like, it okay. It comes with, this is what it looks those like. Gigan- three I've seen those gigantic
0: yeah, slides. Negatives.
1: Oh. And the, negatives. the fascinating things about the negatives is that even the photography part of it is such a, an art. It's mm-hmm. not like your traditional thought of going into a dark room and you put in, that yeah. in the enlarger and you blow it down onto paper. It's actually... Three images, three negatives that make up a single image. So really? my understanding of it is you shoot the one. So let's mm-hmm. call it red. Yeah. And it goes down onto the paper. It's oh. a dye process. So it's kind I of like you do the red, you put that down on the paper, you take the other negative out. There's the green. You put that on top with the dye. So you've kind of sandwiched two oh. together and then you do the RGB blue, uh-huh. put that one down uh-huh. and then you've got your color image. So oh. even the process there is just sort of, it probably appealed to his mathematic side, you know, with The but imagine getting the registration off just a little bit, and then you throw on top, he's colorblind slightly. He's colorblind. So he would, oh, no. He would take the proofs out to Florence. Again, mm-hmm. Florence playing another mm-hmm. key part. He'd say... How does this marigold look? Is it Mm -hmm. yellow enough?
0: Mm -hmm. This whole thing about the process of making a photo back then, I didn't know all that. I'm sure most people don't. That's incredible, painstaking. And then the chemicals that have to be used. I I did a lot of that, too, back in the day when you did your own development. Those chemicals, they were horrible. They smelled bad. And if they got on your skin, yoy. Wow. But now I want to get back to you. Did you grow up in Chicago?
1: No. Where did, where did I grow I wasn't Remember? anticipating that question. Born in Michigan. Spent Michigan. a lot of time in the Upper Peninsula. UP, of Michigan. okay. So born in All Muskegon. Right. There was a, a short stint of time in Long Island, so okay. over in New York. There was summers in Chicago for a brief stint while I was in college. And now I'm here in Wisconsin. Uh-huh. A Midwest guy.
0: I admit, yeah, I like, well, I mean, I'm to school in Ann Arbor and I, I lived in Detroit. So yeah, I love yeah, the Michigan. Yeah, really. Go okay. blue. go blue Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's a great state, but I saw too, that June was in my neck of the woods too, up in, I think the boundary waters, he had a cabin someplace, Voyagers, I think.
1: Yep. So rainy, Vo- yep. what's now Voyagers Park and Rainy mm-hmm. Lake. Florence actually purchased the islands, but Florence never went there. So it was strictly June's was getaway. June. Yep. Wayne, my grandfather was mm-hmm. the driver. So Florence okay. and June never learned to drive. They were horrible at it when they tried, oh so they gosh. never did. And I suppose nope. So in Chicago, I suppose you know maybe you just don't need to. So they you're fail. taking the yep yeah. you know, streetcars or yeah. cabs or for June he probably hopped in a police car to get to a <laughs> uh, get to a scene. Perhaps June would take his week long vacations and. Mm-hmm. Take the the long trip, you know, six hundred miles, I think, or so, yeah, from Chicago yeah. to Rainy Lake. Mm-hmm. Not nothing mm-hmm. small. He could take the train. I have a number mm-hmm. of letters from him saying oh, I made a mistake of you know transferring to Saint Paul. I'm never going to get you know. It's funny Sorry. travel troubles. But once he was in Rainy Lake, he had, he had partially built the cabin, mm-hmm. helped building a cabin mm-hmm. there, which still stands today. It's a national historic monument. The park. Mm-hmm. Park Service is maintaining it. and They're actually redoing it now. They're they're oh, wow. uh, doing some preservation work on it, which is lovely. And nice. again, when I met them, which mm-hmm. truly was walking in June's footsteps, my mm-hmm. wife and I went up there as like we're pursuing June. We got to go to Rainy mm-hmm. Lake. It was just magnificent. It was so mm-hmm. welcoming. It was like, yeah, and mm-hmm. you really felt just kind of spiritually attached to mm-hmm. June because now you're you're there. He walked here. He slept here. Uh, he there. listened to the loons watch the moon come up and yeah
0: oh my gosh and that's yeah yeah getting all emotional it's you know i and i can feel those special times from your vibe now i want to ask you about your book you have a book coming out i'm kind of confused you have a did you already do a? it's
1: yes so we've got a book i'm, I'm fortunate enough to have the capability to be able to scan and a graphic design take yeah, a book from yeah. start to end but that was could have been enough and to be like, good, we can put this on our shelves. We get yeah. it self published and we mm-hmm, got five mm-hmm. copies and we're good to go. Mm-hmm. But the story was felt too big to just kind of keep mm-hmm. close on our shelves. So mm-hmm. um, we've been expanding it. We found a publisher. We got sidetracked by the pandemic. Yes, so it was mm-hmm. all set and then it was mm-hmm. not all set. Mm-hmm. But we were lucky to connect with a publisher, Hat and Beard Press. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they've been fabulous and they're working. I think it's, we call it an exclusive, but next week it should be posted on their, on their website. Seriously? Uh, Hatton, Congratulations. as a Yeah. So it's been a long, long road and things have changed along the way with our, mm-hmm. our, our, our vision, but we've been, it's been a really happy partnership and we're just looking forward to having something tangible for people yes. who have been waiting, who are interested in, in reading more about about June Fujita. Cause there's more stories, there's more details and uh, oh wow, gosh, I've been working on this. I, I keep thinking, I, I think my, my, my bio in the back says he's been working 10 years on this. Well, that was 10 years ago. I, it's probably closer to 15 plus. Mm,
0: don't feel bad. It took me like 25 years to put all this together. So it's just, it's, I mean, I had yeah. a few breaks, but it is, I don't think, yeah. I think a book changes you <laughs> as much as you might change what you're doing? So yeah, it really, it just is, and I don't think anybody knows how painstaking mm-hmm. and it can be wonderful, but it also just creates a lot of tears. Oh, is that it? <gasps> yeah,
1: this Look is a demo, so this is not quite mm-hmm. not this quite, won't be what okay. you'll be getting. But this is, it's got some some heft to it. So it's, we're excited well, to share the story. That's, that's um, a hefty
0: life. Okay, audience, I want to interrupt here just for a second, so you're not confused. What was happening during that exchange is that Graham was holding up a demo version of his forthcoming book. And I have to say, it looked gorgeous and it will be visible to the world very soon. Congratulations on that. And now, the second question people always ask me Do you have a website?
1: I have a Facebook page and an Instagram page. Okay. If you, probably the easiest way to find me is. Fuji, Fujita behind the camera um, tell people that' is my is kind of the hashtag i've been sharing with people so okay. the the title of the book i hope is Fujita mm-hmm. behind the camera so That's behind right. the camera has been been the thing to find It's so
0: exciting I'm so happy for you that you are i can't think of a better caretaker for that legacy than you I can just tell the the love the knowledge and you've got the did you did you study graphic design uh, so so excuse the interruption again, but here is where the Zoom recording went kind of wonky. And what Graham was sharing is that he went to study at Interlochen in Michigan.
1: A year and a half or so mm-hmm. it was a, sort of a an exchange program from the UP. And then I loved it so much, I stayed for okay. my senior year.
0: Fantastic.
1: Uh, desktop publishing was kind yes. of like the thing. The, the, so everyone mm-hmm. had like your Mac Mac Classic and so mm-hmm. I, after school after studying english great i've got english what do i do now i started a newspaper with my parents so kind of an advertising newspaper oh hybrid and so when things needed fixing i picked up on fixing computers and stuff so currently i support technically creative people and and it's that i've got my own community like june did of like technical <laughs> creative fun people Whoa, so,
0: well tell us about Macintosh that people do you, do you want to share about that are you are you cool with sharing about that
1: whatever uh, american girl is where i'm working so You're located kidding. in middleton it's so owned by mattel now so do a shout out to the barbie movie way to go so yeah so that's that's where i'm at. i've been at american girl for How 26 cool is, years there's even more
0: listeners. do tell we've got all the time in the world. There's out, but... Florence
1: behind me, too, if you're wondering. Is that Florence? Uh, oh, I was wondering. What, I kept looking
0: at that. Oh, she's, you know, she is stunning. That photo of oh, but... that photo of Florence and June at the Indiana Dunes. That one where they're under a tree. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I mean, that thing, oh, that is just, it just takes your breath away. They are beautiful together. Yeah.
1: And you know, they are. They're just such a happy couple. And they really just, clearly they had a special relationship. And they were just meant to be with each other. Oh
0: my! Yeah. And look at look at the family now, Graham. I wanted to ask you: Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you'd like to talk about? I mean, I try to do my homework and be June aware. But what would you like to tell the audience about your great uncle? He's he's yours. He's your family. What what do you want us to know that, or leave with, or think about, as we draw to a close? Uh, here,
1: I think for me, it's always been like. What is it about a person that attracts you to them? And for June, it's just all sorts of different facets. So he's such a full lived life. You know, he was classy. He was just such an interesting guy. He he went to the symphony, the Chicago mm-hmm. opera and the Chicago mm-hmm. symphony with mm-hmm. a red-lined cape. Who yeah. is that? That's and so guy. he's just kind of like, if you're going to do it, just do it right live life to the fullest try things out but take time to kind of connect with yourself like he created mm. a a gazing pool at mm. his at his house at the Indiana dunes and it was just lovely but if mm. you wanted to put your feet in there when the kids came to visit yeah you do that too it's oh not sacred gosh. go ahead put your feet in there so my my advice is to just kind of use june as a model and just live life try things. And if we're lucky, we'll we'll have sort of a, a bit of impact like June did.
0: This is beautiful. And thank you on behalf of somebody who, who knows what it is to take care of somebody else's legacy. It's a heavy, heavy burden in many ways because I always want to do it right. And I think, well, what would they think? But you're doing it magnificently mm. and you're strengthening me too and encouraging me to go on too, because I think these odd journeys where we connect to our ancestors in a way where we really, in a sense, hear them and we're affected by them. And you know, our DNA doesn't yep. have to be DNA, actually. It's just the love that was there between yep. Florence and June. You have that. And it gives us, I don't know, it's almost a calling in a way. And you gave your life right. force. Yeah. You gave your life force to, and as have I do, take care of this. And so I appreciate yep. you and respect you. And I'm so glad to know you and I, we, I, can't wait for, I can't wait for the yeah. audience to get dig deeper into this man. So yeah. I will, I will. Well, you
1: should know that you're all you're carrying all of your ancestry with you, right? Mm-hmm. Carrying all their memories. Mm-hmm. So you're doing honor by thinking about them, writing about them, mm-hmm. and carrying their memories forward. So it's this mm-hmm. line that's coming back and forth, back and forth through time. Through so you're doing this. You're you're doing it for the past. You're doing it for the future.
0: Exactly. And we're doing exactly. it for the
1: now, right now. So. Kudos to you.
0: Kudos to you, sir. And thank you again so much. So before we go, I wanted to say that we explored some really exciting topics and subjects. And I want to give you a little bit more info, especially for our international audience. First up, if you recall, Graham mentioned the Upper Peninsula, or the UP of Michigan. It's that very magical part of Michigan, which is located just above the mitten. You have to look at a map and you'll know what we're talking about here. The UP is surrounded by three of the Great Lakes and it really is a nature lover's dream. And speaking of Michigan, Graham also mentioned that he attended school briefly at Interlaken which is nestled near Traverse City. Now, Interlaken Arts Camp was created in 1928, and then in 1962, they created the Interlaken Arts Academy, which is a year-round arts boarding school. As an aside, we also have a creative arts school here in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis-St. Paul, and it is called Perpich Center for the Arts. And Other states have these types of schools as well. And finally, I'm sure your ears pricked up when you heard that Graham has been working for a number of years for the American Girl Company. These 18-inch dolls of personality have been teaching history and culture since 1986. So these dolls are really important because they reflect the culture, the multiple cultures in this country And in that sense, the dolls have become more than toys. They're ambassadors, and they also connect the past with the present, which is kind of a theme of this podcast when you think about it. And it's certainly a theme for the work that Graham is doing. So there you have it, folks. Thanks to Graham for his time, and thanks to you for joining us. Next week, I plan to get back into the book. Until then, take it easy. Hey, that's it for this episode, and thanks for coming along for the ride. Please subscribe or follow so you can keep up with all the episodes. For more information, please go to my website, that's www.flowerintheriver.com, and I'll have that and more information in the show notes. I hope you consider buying my book because I owe people money, and I'm just kidding about that. But the one thing I'm not kidding about is that this podcast and my book are dedicated to the memory of the 844 who died on the Eastland. Goodbye for now.